Holy fuck. Dude, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, the always love but never on time, Nate McKean. Dude, Welcome to the show, Nate. I would have been here on show. time. Ah, here we go. Whose fucking fault was it? Mom, help me put them to bed. You're getting ready to leave for three nights. I said, all right, fine. <laughs> Pump the brake. It ain't about kids to bed. You put them to bed like two hours late. Motherfucker. Yeah, that hardly ever happens. What are you Dinner. doing? What am I doing right now? Yeah, what are you physically doing? Physically doing is I just sat on the porch and I am opening up a cigar and I'm getting ready to light a cigar. Okay, I want to let you know I can hear everything that you're doing. Wow. <laughs> it is clear. Motherfucker. When you come on this podcast, I need you to just sit down with your hands by your side and have everything else ready. Sorry. And take yes, two coffees before we get started. Every time. I don't uh, care if you're uh, Bro, I've got no cough. I promise. No cough. Uh, thank God. Well, let's see if we can fucking muster through this. Episode 18, possibly our last episode ever. What? <laughs> we could die. We could die on this. Oh, show. my God. You just, you're right. That is, people, if you guys don't know yet, we'll talk, I'm sure we're going to talk about it tonight. But this pod, this golf trip, we leave Thurs- Thursday. Chad's going to meet me at my house at what, 5 30 in the morning? Sure. You're bumping it back there, bub. It's five o'clock. We're on the road at five, Nate. So I need you up at like four. We got to still we gotta still go pick up Jason. Okay. That's what I'm saying. We that's, if, if you want to get to his house at five, I can do that, but I know you can't. So I just want you to plan on. No, I, I can know, do it. You can Hopefully, do it. Hopefully. Or, or no. I can do it. I don't no, want you can't. to do it. No, you I don't can't. want to do it. Yes, you do. There's there's no reason for you not to want to be up at 5 a.m. I'm going to lay in my bed Wednesday night as if it is Christmas morning and I am 12 years old waiting. (laughs) Waiting for fucking Madden 2004 that I already know that I'm getting. Okay. This Come a, on. It's a, a true Come tell story. me good night. Come here. Give me some kisses. Oh, it's the kitties. Nope, it's Sarah. Oh, everybody, it's sweet, sweet Sarah. Oh, man. One of these days, we're going to do like a podcast mother's oh. edition where we bring okay. on our, our wives and they really tell. There went the propane lighter, I can tell. We're good now. Are we sure? Yeah, dog. We're we're positively we're on track. We're ready to go. The cigars lit. I'm out here. Do you want to practice your drum set? Maybe you're on edge. Think about make. I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm on fucking edge. We're a half hour late, and you're blaming your waitress. We're only trying to make a living. Oh, jeez. Let's go. I'm, we're going like we're we're so, literally recording so, the episode so, right now. So, so back on topic of the golf. We never started trip. it too. I'm making breakfast sandwiches. What is on the breakfast sandwich? Uh, it'll be sourdough, eggs, cheese, and either ham or sausage. 
Possibly oh. bacon. But I don't know if I have time to make bacon. Dude, you have the bacon. I'll, ba- I'll make the bacon. How about that? No. No, Nate. You need no <laughs> more no more responsibilities. Just need you in the car at 5 a.m. <laughs> Whatever. Have you seen the text messages on the condos? What text messages? Uh, well, Tom's been sending them out. So, right, moving on. We'll get back to that. In an unrelated subject, we need to talk about our children updating. Anything happened with your kids this week exciting? Or have they just been pretty pretty normal? No. Cash, pretty- uh, Cash had a rough day yesterday. Did he poop on you? No. Um, at preschool. I walk up to the to the door and the teacher actually meets me outside and she usually and she didn't have my son with her. I said, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I can talk to you while he's inside. And she said, had a rough day today. He didn't take a nap. And I was like, okay, not the first time. But she said that he was disruptive and literally would tell them no and just worked them for the most part. Just was just smart as shit, like attack, just getting everything he wanted, would stop because they would take his blanket away and then he'd be good and then they could get it back and then boom, she said it was like a light switch. As soon as I gave it back to him, he would just be disruptive again. So literally scared the shit out of him on the way, entire way home. I said, as soon as we get home, you're going to march your ass upstairs and you're going and I'll meet you up there. And he was quiet. I kept looking in the back in the rearview mirror and he just kept looking at me just like with this scared fucking face on him. And he went to talk to me, and I was like, I don't want to talk to you. And he was like, okay. And got out of the car. He took his shoes off. He started to march upstairs, and I said, get your ass up there. And it just, like, he turned white. And he's like, no, Dad, no, no, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. What what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And, dude, just tears just started pouring down. He knew that he was in trouble. He knew exactly what he did. I asked him every single thing that happened. He knew he it was like verbatim exactly what the teacher told me. He knew exactly what he did and how he was acting. So I know that he knows better. <clears throat> and literally I told him, I said, Do you get no more chances? I said, You better have uh yes ma'ams, yes sirs all day tomorrow at, at preschool. I said, if I get another uh, conversation like that from your teachers, I said it's on. And he said, Yes, sir. And in that the teacher said he had an unbelievable day today. So, so you didn't beat him? I did not. But I, mm. but but what I hold on. But what I did was I scared the living shit out of him. He that only so, worked for so long. He's gonna call you. No, no, no. I've I've beat him before. I have because that's what that's why he was scared shit was walking up the stairs because I have done it before and he knew what he he knew or thought what was coming. And he was like, fuck that. I don't want that. I am so fucking sorry. So, but he, but he knows going forward, he's got no, no other chances because he, he knows good. He knows right from wrong. He knows what he did wrong. And he knows how he should act. Now, granted, look, us grownups, we have bad days. Obviously, a three-year-old's going to have a bad day. I get it. Yeah, but, but we're fucking but, adults. We get right, to but to... But to just sit there and be disrespectful and know that you're being disrespectful, that's what I have an issue with. It's the whole world. I don't know why it's a problem. 
I still don't understand. Like, I don't know why that warrants like the teacher being so dramatic, like meeting you outside without. Yeah, the and, and Sarah and I had that conversation. And like, did he did he kill somebody? Yeah, there was a there was a letter that went out the other day that you know there was some other kid he did this and this like there, like whenever like a kid pushes or hits another kid, there's got to be like some like paperwork written up and everybody's got to know like hey look you know this is what happened. We <laughs> got a rap sheet. Right, so it's it's like they get so they have one bad day and it's like it's the end of the world. Like they make me feel like my son's just a total fucking shithead. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm just like, just drag the kid outside, throw him to the parents, let's go. Like, I, like I'm not. Yeah. Like, just if like, I'm look the kid, at- you're gonna know your kid's having a bad day when you get there because he's, I got him or her by the arm in one of those like serious drags. Like yep. you don't want to go where I'm going. Come back, Richard. Get him out of here, dude. But that's the world we live in. We cannot do that. They, they can't do that. Yeah. I well, honestly, I wish they could. It's alive. Well, supposedly my dad's still beating people on the bus, but I don't believe that either. I don't believe that. Batball's not beating anybody. He talks this big game, but I know that he's just, like, not saying any of the stuff he says that he says. No, Maybe some of it. What else? Remy? How's Remy doing? Remy, How's our little Remy? She's she's beautiful. She uh last night she broke my heart. She was in our high chair. And you know, we've had this conversation before where, you know, no throwing food on the ground. She doesn't do that anymore, but she literally we're watching the movie, eating dinner. She's in her high chair literally right next to me. And she tossed her plate on the floor and she goes, Uh oh and I looked at her and I said, No man and I like I didn't yell and scream, but she saw like the sternness in it, and immediately she just looked at me, and I could just see the tears, the tears just piling up in her eyelid, and just she had the cutest, just most in, like innocent look to her, and I just went, I grabbed her face and I wiped her te- her, her eyes, and I said, "No, we don't throw her plate," and then I just grabbed her out and I, I set her down with me on the couch. I was like, Jesus. I, was like, I can't wait. Whisper in your kid's ears, your dad's full of shit. He's got bad knees. <laughs> just like no. Just if you want to use that information. Other than that, she just she keeps she's talking more and more. I feel like every day she's got a new word. So is uh about it. is Sarah jealous that your kids both look like you? Um have we agreed that. on that? No, we have not agreed on that. I don't think that's been a discussion. I think really? that that I think that's a is that a world is it am I the only most, one saying yeah most people say that they're she, they think uh, it's a good mix and that they actually think that Cash looks like her even though he has the blonde <laughs> hair, even even though even though he has the blonde hair like I do motherfuckers are crazy they say that to be nice like I don't like everybody's always like oh yeah they definitely I know for a fucking fact my kid doesn't look like me why. Cause I'm a ginger and she's fucking got dark hair, like <laughs> no resemblance. I honestly, no offense to Sarah, I don't see. I don't see. I mean, okay, maybe there's these little things, but I think predominantly, those are those are those are you. They're they're just little use. Well, let's be honest. She has Sarah. Sarah is naturally dark headed. 
she has not she has light tendencies in her hair, but she's brown eyed. She's got that um oh shit. Um I don't even know the the ethnicity, but they they have that olive skin. Time out. What did you just say? Sarah's Sarah's uh heritage. Like what? she's got the dark eyes, olive skin. I forget what it is. Did Looks you say like, ethnicity or ethnicity? Ethnicity. Okay, I was making sure. I, I thought oh, Jesus. But very, very her family's got very strong genes, dark hair, dark eyes, olive skin, and literally both of my children popped out with the brightest of blue eyes, light hair, light skin. They mimic me. I mean, I I would agree with you. I think, you know, if they look like anybody, I feel like they they look like their father, obviously because of those traits, but I guess the McCann gene with the blue eyes and blonde hair dominates. That gene's way too strong. Yep. Y'all y'all treat too potent. Let's just say you're you're too potent. All of all of them too potent. Yeah, I I get I get people are gonna say things because you know, I if Sarah hears this, she's gonna feel bad because women are always they're always like, Oh my gosh, you love your dad more. Oh my gosh. Oh, they look like we you. Were, when we were pregnant when we were pregnant with Remy, she was like, I hope it's a girl and I was like, I don't, I hope it's another boy. And dude, it used to chap her ass. She used to get so upset. Why can't you wish something for that I want? You already got your boy. Like, why can't you just want this for me? And I'm like, because I have that right. Can I we be talk- fair to say that the girls are always going to be daddy's girls and the boys are always mama's boys? Is I would that- totally. I, I agree with you. Like, if you're I- a woman, you should want a boy. Yeah. Like that's just that's the end of it. And like guys want boys because they just want I don't know, mine's mainly genes. But I mean like I'm cool with whatever. I think maybe with a girl it's kinda karma, but we'll see. I'm gonna try to <laughs> tread those waters lightly. But um like yeah, I think if you're a girl you gotta fucking choose a boy. And then one hundred percent pick that because it's always daddy's girl's mama's boy if you got a mama's girl and a daddy's boy it's just odd those kids are weird (laughs) i don't know i'm just saying whatever no okay what's new ophelia got a jumper oh yes how is the jumper how does she like it dude she fucking loves it like she doesn't want to get out of it and the greatest thing is you can put her in it and just completely disappear the jumper has taken over parenting. And know that you can come back and she's just right She's right there uh, yeah. breathing and just still enjoying the fuck out of it. And the best thing out about this fucking thing, it's got four different series. It's got four different stations. So it's like you see her and she starts whining. You literally turn her fucking chair to a different thing and she's like, oh shit, some new fucking stuff. I'm going to play with this <laughs> for 20 minutes. And there's the, keep rotating around and you can go all the way around. She doesn't remember that first thing, four things later. Perfect. Awesome. I recommend what a baby Einstein jumpers, Amazon, $99. They're freestanding. I don't know about the whole hanging from the door thing. I mean, I think those are cool, but this one comes with gizmos and gadgets on it. So they can like not just jump, they can fuck around with shit. So highly recommend jumpers once your kid is of age, five months ish. I don't know. Whatever. Also, we stayed overnight 
at her parents' house. Um, we left Friday night. Everything on the way down there was well. We left kind of early, so we left like three thirty. So we left at a good time frame. We got down there in time to still be able to do like her evening situation and her bedroom routine, which we'll talk about in a minute. And then uh, we got a pack and play. Got a pack and play. This pack and play is fucking shit. How was the pack and play? How'd she how'd she uh, like it? Was it? Did she notice a difference? No, dude. Like, probably slept better than that fucking thing that she sleeps at home. Yeah, it was never, ridiculous. Either either one of my kids thought there was a difference. We have the four mom, the four mom pack and play. So the four mom brand is high quality. Okay, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. We have two of their things. I, we both, but we bought both of them used, so it's probably pretty expensive shit. But we got them from a good friend, really good shape. So the pack and play, the cool thing about the pack and play, so once you undo the pack and play and then you put the mattress in the pack and play and then there's a sheet built for the mattress in the pack and play, well, then there's Velcro that pulls. So basically it stretches both the mattress and the sheet out and then it goes under the pack and play because we all know that when there's babies, you got to keep the sheet super tight so they don't suffocate. Right. So that's a big deal. And then Rachel bought like this mesh um, cover that you put over the entire pack and play. It's got little windows on the side and then like a top over it. So you can like shut it off, say, during the day if you want to keep it dark because we try to keep a dark setting. So we had that and then like we set the camera up and had everything. I mean, dude, slept like a fucking champ. Everything was perfect. It worked out great. We had an awesome day. The ride home was a bit of a struggle only for the fact that we kind of, I mean, she was up. It was just like she was up for a while and we kind of fed her. We fed her at our good times, but then like, you know, always that time between the last meal and bedtime is a little bit different because you're keeping them up longer. They're not doing the nap. So then like we were coming home. We got a little behind. She ended up going to bed later. It was, I mean, she cried from Indy to home, but that's just what it is. It just happened. So it wasn't like unexpected. But then, like, got home, got her to bed. Everything was fine. So, oh, no, I think it was a fucking good trip. It was a good test trip because we're going camping for like, what, fuck, we're going for a week in Oklahoma. The pack and play is going to be her bed. So we're super excited. We feel a lot better about that. When's that trip? <clears throat> uh, like, second week of June. Well, family's going to Oklahoma. We're going to stay with either my sister or my mom and dad in their camper. That sounds like but, a blast. Yeah, big, uh, big uh, fucking campground. There's a golf course in the campground. Damn. So uh, I'll probably just be up 18, drunk as piss. Hopefully they'll let me just drive the golf court around drunk. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. Oh, we'll I'd, see. Be inter- I'd be interested in going on that next year with my camper. Uh, it's a family thing. So it's just oh. like, I don't think this is going to be like a yearly trip. We're just meeting my uh, uncle and they live in Arizona. We're all meeting up there. My cousins live in Oklahoma. So it's like a big family reunion on my mom's side. So it is what it is. It's going to be fun. Whoop, whoop. This is a big vacation here. Big vacation year for Chad because we got a golf trip literally two weeks. Two weeks? It's like two or three weeks from Thursday when we leave for the golf trip. I'm leaving for Dale Hollow for a bachelor party. And then, like, that second week of June, we're gone for a week. 
in uh, Oklahoma, and then we got like a wedding at the end of June, which is kind of like I'm going to be a big bash, and then, yeah, I'm going to be broke, probably have to sell my house and all that, because I won't be working. So, it's great. <laughs> Just the you know, we've got, we had Florida in, in April. We have the guys' golf trip, obviously, this week. Then I think Sarah and I are planning a Vegas trip in July. We will then go to Florida again in the fall. And then I think we're doing another trip sometime either December or January, I think. You going to Vegas by yourself? Well, we're going to plan it. I had a couple of friends that were interested. So Sarah and I took, looked at each other today and said, look, book it. This is the date. If they can, if they want to go, they can join. If they don't, then nobody wants to go. We're we're gone. Now, have you guys done extended trips without both children? Yes, we have. So normally we do you have set up person. Say that again. Who's your designated babysitter, or do you kind of flop? I'm going to say grandparents. Yep, we flop. They they split. That's a good idea. Yep, grandparents split. It's dope. We're doing that last week of June. We're we're staying away from the kid for a night. And that'll be the first time? Yeah, is that too early? Kind of no, 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 no. You'll be fine. The, I mean, I'll be the, good. The, the, yeah, it's it's always the mom that has the issue. Like, I remember the first. But we're losing you. Where'd you go? We're... Come back. Oh, an oh. hour away. Oh, whoop. what? Where are you going? Can you Hold on. Me? What? We lost you there for a second. Oh. All I got oh. was this, your wife's problem, and then you just went out. Yeah, for the it's the wife's issue that I think for the first, second, and third times we ever went away from the babies, we're not even an hour away from them, knowing that we're gonna spend the night, and she's always like. Oh my God! I need to I need to check on the check the video camera. I missed some. I need to make a phone call. I want to Facetime. I'm like Sarah. Jesus, we're not even. It's not even an hour. So, I mean, I get I get missing them. I miss my kids when I'm gone. But you need that time. <laughs> oh, dude, for your what sanity. I tell you about still? again. Your sanity you about sitting still. Dude, I had to open up a freaking window. My gosh. What? Oh, don't even hear it. The first five minutes of this damn podcast, you were banging around pots and pans, it sounded like. I'm walking in circles. <laughs> we're losing listeners because you are the loudest. How does anybody sleep in your house? Chad. <sighs> Your kids are awake right now. Why? Why are you being so? Why are you so sensitive today? Is this where you're going? This, you're going to attack my sens- <laughs> my sensitivity. That's the approach you're going to stick with. All right. Uh, Let's what? See where this goes. All anyway, right. Moving on. Anyway, hold on. Anyway, so <laughs> I truly think the sooner the better, for the mother's sake, because once you get the first or second overnight away. It continues to get easier. One hundred percent. Fuck it. See ya. <laughs> Absolutely. Like even today, you're gonna miss them, just like you said. 
you get the missing port part of it. Like I had meetings uh, today. I left and came home. Sarah had just put her down for a nap. Then I left to go on another meeting. And when I got home, she was still sleeping. I'm going, Jesus, I'd like to see my daughter today. And she goes, what, you miss her? I said, well, yeah. I enjoyed seeing her every single day and hanging out with her. I didn't so. see my kid. I saw my kid for like 10 minutes yesterday uh, when I had to come home from work and then I had to rush to golf. I know, but it was league play. It's not my fault. And uh, like I saw her for like five minutes and then I come home and she was asleep. So when she got up this morning, I was like, oh my God, you I was, I was, a, I was a wreck. I was an emotional mom. I think uh, one of the things that I've really missed the most as of the trips that I've taken, I feel bad because it's like my wife's at home watching the kid while I'm away. Not that she doesn't get to do stuff, but it's like, man, I want to enjoy stuff with her like we used to before we had a kid. So I think that's part of it is too. That's but I think. I think once we're together, I think we'll be able to have a lot more fun because we'll be able to be like, we'll both be in the same boat, you know? We'll both be away from our kid for like the first time at a young age, early parents, you know, stuff like that. So like, I think, I think it's going to be a great time. Uh, my wife is a good drinker. So there's going to, there's going to be a moment that you both are going to be sitting next to each other and are going to look at each other and go, why where's why is the baby not crying and they go oh yeah that's right we don't have the baby (laughs) who gives a fuck get another (laughs) shot another round of fireball all right another thing i was thinking about this week i so all right so we always talk about like moms okay moms um so like when mothers when they get pregnant i feel like it's probably it's partially actually science hormonal but they like they get the mother's instinct. They just like like it's not like they have to learn it. So I was always like, man, what's the dad instinct? You know, is there a dad instinct? And it's I do. I think there's a dad instinct, but I don't know if it has to do with parenting as much um, as it does with dad things like mowing your yard, cooking sweet meat, and doing projects yourself that you don't want to pay a handyman to do because you have to say that costs too damn much. I can do it. 100%. That's a great question. Nobody ever talks about the dad instinct. They always, because, they, they talk about the parental instinct, but I think that falls more on the mother because the mother is so much more involved with the children. And we had a lady at the, at the country club tonight, we were talking about it and she's like, yeah, my daughter-in-law, she just doesn't have that motherly instinct. So it's weird that you said that, and I was like, yeah, I totally understand. Like, there's there's parents that I'm around that I'm like, well, what are you doing? Are you going to take care of your kid? And it's like they they don't know what to do. Like, why is it crying type? And I was like, well, I'll tell you why it's crying. I'm not even you're the parent here. Like, it's yeah, not I don't, hard. It's not I don't, hard. I don't get it. Uh-uh. So, yeah, but Look, I don't know. I, I'm sitting here thinking – the dad instinct. I mean, it's gotta be, I don't even like, know. You're really starting to admire things. Life's really starting to slow down. For me, life is slowing down. Like, I mean, let's not, I'm not like, it's not like I've always been a go, go, go guy. Okay. I'm, I'm fat. All right. I don't move fast. But what I'm <laughs> saying is like, it was like, man, we gotta go party drink and go do this which I, would, absolutely. which I would still do 
But like now that, you know, I, I don't, I do do that still, but it's like, okay, I've got these other things, you know? So now I'm kind of like, I'm learning to schedule, but I'm also learning to just, I think you're just enjoying these small quality moments because I think this is starting to be your piece because, you know, it's like before you had a kid, you had all this time to yourself. You can do whatever you want. Now you're, 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 you're bored out of your mind at times. So you're like, you love this time with your kid, but then you're like, all right, what am I doing for myself? But it's like, well, I still have to do all these chores around the house. I have responsibilities. And then you're just like, okay, I can enjoy this. Like, it's not just a chore. It can be fun. Like mowing. I've always enjoyed mowing even before I had kids. But now I'm really just fucking, I'm really getting into it. You know, I'm looking well, I'm, I'm, I'm grinning at those fucking lines, those sweet, crisp, fucking fresh ass lines. And then um, I, I fucking changed out my garage door opener. I put in a new garage door opener myself. I don't call any motherfucker for that. And what else did I do? I cooked a fucking 48-ounce ribeye the other Dude, day. Dude, I was going to ask you about that tonight. Perfection. Oh, man, let's not talk about it yet because I'm going to ask you about that. But, uh, okay, but, so that's what going, I'm going to yeah. do. Yeah, but, but that's, a, that's I, in my opinion, that's just the man. That's just what guys do. I don't, I don't really think that's a dad instinct. That's I just... think that you appreciate it more, though. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. I'm talking about the appreciation. Yeah, I could cook fucking meat. Yeah, but like, I, see, I see what you're saying. Well, when I was cooking that meat, like before, I was cooking meat, and I'm like, I'm ready to eat this motherfucker. There's, this a, time, lo- there's, a, higher, the there's a higher love to, with it. Yeah, I was in the process. Like, I was living it up. I was taking it slow. I was really yeah. just – I was making love to that meat. And it's just, yeah, it's like, I'm not like, you know, when I was putting up this garage door opener, it took me fucking four hours. Why? Because I followed every fucking step. Let me take a fucking second. Did everybody hear that? Did everybody, I want everybody that's ever listened to these podcasts and Chad Koval giving Nate McKeon shit about following directions. He just followed directions and it took you four hours. Did the place that done? No. And, okay, and, so that's why I'm giving you shit. It's not because hey, of following Chad, directions. It's because no, you don't No, guess what? We're going to talk about the playset tonight, and I think you're going to get excited about this playset. Was it fucking done? Because if it's no. not... Nope. I, All, I have to put the slides on still, but the slides have to be put on hold until the actual play area now gets underway. Here we fucking go. Who doesn't build a foundation before they build the house? No. Hey, will you listen for a second without jumping to conclusions? No. So that entire <laughs> – hey, so let, let's be honest. So that entire back left corner in my backyard next to that shed is going to be outlined with uh, whatever uh, – what, what are the pieces of wood that go underneath the train tracks? Timbers. Whatever they're called, they're going to be. Are you doing the round trimmers, or are you going to do actual railroad ties? Railroad ties. Those are going to be a, 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 a the whole perimeter on the outside in that back square, on the very mm. back po- half of it. I'm doing a privacy fence on the back half. I <laughs> actually have two rolls 
of the Purdue football field practice field coming in, and those are going to be laid down. There will be a sandbox in there, and then there will be a uh, bench, park bench in there, and a very miniature trampoline in there. This is going to be a legit all-out fucking play area. So I can't finish the play set until that play set can get moved and then put at its permanent location because once I put those slides on, I can't move it. So Bryant in the next weeks is bringing the skid steer over and he is going to just flatten it, throw it over the side of the hill. And then we're going to bring in the stone. We're going to compact it. Turf's going to go on top of it. The railroad ties are going to surround it. The perimeter fence is going to go up in the back. Play set's going to be set. Sandboxes in, picnic tables in, trampolines in. This thing's going to be legit. Absolutely legit. So that's why it is not done at the moment. Nate, I say this with all love, and I talked about it last week. I'm building a new house. I haven't even started. I haven't even drawn it. I have no layout. I haven't bought any wood. And I have a confident feeling there's a chance I might be able to beat you to the finish. I bet you won't. <laughs> I don't give you shit for, for reading the instructions. Yeah, you did. You told me yeah. at the bar. You said, right. well, the first step is that you're reading the damn instructions. Who reads the instructions? Bullshit. I read them all the time. But you oh, don't tell anybody that. <laughs> That's how you do it. Why do you think I have a lot of money? I don't know if you guys understand this. Hmm. 40% of my job as a construction worker is reading instruction. I know. I get it. And you guys pay us money that not even – I can't even afford to pay for myself. Hey, you know what? I'm a little upset right now. What for? I, I mentioned Purdue football practice field. And you had – I thought you'd be excited about that. I mean, I'm excited. Is it turf? Is there a P? Yes, it's the field turf. But is it from the P? Pro- well, obviously, it's not going to be the P because Sarah graduated from IU. I don't give a fuck. But I it's going to be – but it's going to be the actual turf from Purdue's practice field. Yeah, I get that, and I'm excited. But the only thing that makes me feel bad is, like, nobody's going to know you're going to have to tell everybody. They're going to be like, that's cool. What field is that, Purdue? They're going to be like, oh, wow. They're going to be like, where'd you buy it? Did you buy it from Purdue? Like, how did you get a hold of this? No, so my stepfather, Brian, has a buddy has, who has a construction company who has close ties with the, the school. And this is like his third, like second or third field that he's got. And he's got like 150 rolls of it. All right, tell me this. Why weren't you working on the playground field? When you were putting up the racks in the garage, because I don't have it yet, I, I I don't own the skid steer. The skid steer's up in Lafayette, being used on a on a job right now. Be on a shovel, <laughs> <laughs> Chad. Your ass wouldn't shovel that square footage, dude. I shovel shit all the time, dude. You're so full of shit, everybody. I gotta get so loaded. full of shit. I'll rent you a skid loader. I, you know what? I forgot you guys did have one. 
for a good price, we'll fucking come do some shit for you. No, no price because the one I get it's for free. It's uh-huh. it's fa- it's it's family owned. Damn, I bet you he enjoys that too. <laughs> he really does, honestly. Ryan's yeah, whatever, he does for the kids. It's for the kids. That's but, why it's for the kids. Ridiculous. It's for the kids. Ridiculous. So anyway, time out. Hold on. So Here back to the back to the the dad instinct, the cooking. Chad Coble goes to the store to buy some steaks. Just one. Just okay, one steak. Well, no, I the reason I said steaks because last time I was cooking steaks, you showed up with fucking four steaks and you ate them yourself. So why would I ever think that you went there for just one? That was a strong Saturday. That was Vox. Uh, okay. Oh. <laughs> So we're, then we're not, instead, we're of, instead of just coming home with like a sirloin or like a ribeye, it was dude, I was looking comes home with a what what how many like 47, 47 pounds, ounces it's 47, 47 ounces. ounces tomahawk ribeye dude so and you, I went to and you killed you killed it too didn't you I ate half of it which was quite a bit but it was delicious but like okay the thing was I was like so I've been trying to get off fast food because I'm getting kind of chubby. And, um, I mean, I'm always chubby, but I was getting, like, really thick on them. Uh, my uh, my mud flaps, my muffin tops were really starting to hang over. I get... <laughs> my handles were getting too big for my wife to grab onto, so I had to... Mine, mine are right now, too, dog. It's okay. So I was like, I was like, I got to lay off the fast food for a little bit and just try to eat stuff that I cook. That's a big thing. Fun fact, fat people. Cut out fast food. Eating out will save you a lot. The fact of you cooking a meal, you'll eat less because you're fucking tired, and you'll cook better food. Then hands down, you can lose weight just doing that shit. All right, moving on. So no, I was like, all right, Sunday night, we just got done with Mother's Day festivities, and I was like, man, I want a steak. So I was like, I want to get a fillet. I went to pay less, and those motherfuckers, they didn't have shit. They did not have a damn steak. They didn't have them in the racks. They didn't have them behind the, the, the table. They didn't have a steak. They had like roast. They had like chuck roast, whatever. Okay. And then I walked by. There's these little middle consoles. Not real <laughs> sure what happened there. I think we hit our fucking time frame. This free app only gives us an hour. I didn't know we were that far into it. No but, shit. No, nah, we can't be that far. <laughs> I didn't think I so didn't. either. So anyway, the center console thing. So let's let's pick up right where we were. Yeah, so I'm in the center consoles, whatever they're center aisles. I don't know the fuck, but yeah. that's usually like the stuff that they like ship in. You know, your chickens already pre-made stuff like that, nice fresh cut. But they had these like they were package sealed text. They're package sealed tomahawk steaks and tomahawk ribeyes. And I mean, I went through that motherfucker looking for the biggest damn one they had, and. I mean, that whole journey of cooking it, I watched a video. I, uh, I had to add in a little bit of ad lib, which I'm not a big guy of doing. Usually I'm more of a, I follow instructions. When I'm making, like there's stuff that you feel out, like meat, you feel meat out when you're cooking. Okay, but if you're making like a spaghetti or you're making like a, like a complicated dish, following instructions is fucking easy. And it 100%. makes it just- so I was like, so I was dealing with the steak. I watched the video and I was like, man, this is cool. Like I was just doing it. And then I was like, oh, I can't just, I can't just grill this steak. 
Like it's so fucking thick. I'm going to have to bake it a little bit just to let some heat get inside it. So I was like, okay, I'll do it with this for this amount of time. I made it medium instead of medium rare. There was pink in the sitter. I'm more of a medium rare to rare guy, so I know now where I'm at. <coughs> Baking you would be, be able to do it again, and it'd be perfect oh, next time. Perfect. But I was just happy with how it – I mean, when I got it out of the oven, just the way that it looked, the edges. I've never taken that much time on a steak. I've never been a big steak cooker. Uh, crazy thing is my wife makes amazing steaks. That's her go-to, and I let her have it because I cook everything else, and that's our team sport. I love so, cooking filet mignon. I love, I love cooking. Yeah. I love cooking a filet mignon all day. Love it. Is that your favorite steak, the filet? Yes, by far, hands down, my favorite cut of meat to eat. Absolutely. My my wife says whatever the most expensive one is my favorite. <laughs> you did just buy a forty-seven ounce tomahawk. <laughs> Which is true, it, and it was thirty-eight fucking dollars. Tell me that's not a damn good deal, dude. That steak right there that you just purchased is like an eighty, ninety dollars steak. Yeah, if you and if you order something like that at a at a nice restaurant, it was a good cut. It was a good cut. I was proud. I was happy. And it that was damn, it looked damn good. That was when it first clicked to me. Like I was like dad instinct, not so much as in the instinct of fathering my kids, but like in the instinct of. I don't know. Maybe just growing up as well. No, I think I think you, I think you hit it, the the nail on the head when he said the appreciation of it. Yeah. So it's just like when you're a dad, you're starting to appreciate these things and chill out maybe a little bit. I don't like, know, I'm still tight. Like the the tire on my mower blew out this past weekend, and it was a tubeless tire, and I went and bought it. I I knew I had to get that done today before because I, I needed to mow before I left on Thursday, and. I had to get new uh, battery um, connectors, side connectors for the the truck out in the yard, the the 65C10. And then I had to get another piece of metal for the shelf out in the garage. And I I was was pumped. I was like, I got to go to the hardware store. I got to go to the mower shop. And I was pumped. I appreciated it. And I was like, I'm going to go buy it. I'm going to come home. I'm going to take off my dress clothes. I'm going to put on some uh, shit to go outside. And, dude, it was nonstop. Just got that shit done. And I was – dude, I was happy about it. Like, you, you take me 10, 10, 12 years ago, I'm going, oh, God, do I really got to do that right now? Like, I don't want to. The fuck was that? Sorry, guys. I was cleaning out the filter in my mower. My fault. You started talking about mowers. So I started <laughs> – <laughs> trying to get a little work done while I'm uh, doing the podcast. My bad. I told me go back. Continue your story. Fuck, I don't know where I was now. You were at the hardware store. No, I was at the hardware store and just I got excited, got home, got the stuff done, and was pumped about it. Like I said, ten to 12, 12 years ago, I'd have been. Man, I don't want to do that. Let me call up one of my buddies. Let's go have some beers or something. Exactly. You know what I mean? I hate going to so, the hardware. I don't know why. Why? It just feels like I'm going to work. Oh, I love the hardware store. I could spend hours in there. All the different knickknack shit. They got everything. Yeah, because it's new to you. It's like a hobby. You're like, oh, especially man. especially this the is- one off especially the one off of Broadway. 
this is crazy, man. I'm going to the hardware store. You know the one I'm talking about? They're off of Broadway. They're yeah, North. Fucking True Value. Yeah, North. Yeah, love it. I work construction. I know every hardware store. Love it. I know the ones that don't even exist anymore because my dad. Ah, my that's where fucking Carter's used to be. Anywho, uh, Mother's Day. Hey, happy Mother's Day, everyone. Happy Mother's uh, Day. Uh, uh, ran to. I noticed the wife's gift wasn't going to be here on time. So I was like, I pre-planned it. I was like, Sunday morning, since we were going to be gone all weekend, I was like, Sunday morning, I'm going to go get a couple bouquets of flowers. I'm going to get a really nice card. I'm going to write a nice message. I'm not buying her another gift just because it's not going to be here. But I did right. write in the card that there's a gift coming. But, man, I don't know. Like, I, I was in their plans, but I know this was uh, 9 o'clock in the morning. Sunday morning, but I know for a fact there was about 50 other guys in there unplanned. I did them the same thing. Them motherfuckers was like, like I'm in there like, okay, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to grab a couple of guys and we'll be car. These guys looked scared. They were nervous. They were they were on edge. And I was uh, like, I was like, man, y'all got to prepare, bro. No, every, every, uh, every year, and obviously every year, it's the last two years. Cash and I wake up every morning about 8.30. We roll out about 8.45. We go get mom uh, a nice bouquet of flowers. We get her a card, and uh, we get her some chocolate, and then we get her some donuts. And But no no bullshit. When we were there, there were, there were dudes just hovering around everything. Like, okay, what do I got to do? Well, well, that's nice. Well, I don't know. Do I want that one? I, th- I think I need this one. What does she like? Yep. So, but no. Mom. Then, then we went to the country club. We had the Mother's Day brunch. Great, uh, great yeah. buffet they had. Loved it. Beautiful. Took my mom, my grandma, stepdad, and my uncle joined us with the, with the two kids. So Sarah's not a big gift person. I mean, obviously, any girl appreciates the gift. You know, Sarah's really she just wants. She's the type of girl that just wants the the time spent with you type mm, you, see, you know I what I mean? like that mm, that yeah, sounds that, cool yeah see i i want i'm a gift guy that's why like, i give gifts so yeah, I like get back. give like get me some ammo get me a new scope for my gun get me a gun or get me a real a new bait cast or something give me something fucking i can use and have fucking fun with <clears throat> i'm with you i'm with I, I spend time with you every day so time spent's not the an issue for me now, I need to make a statement because I feel like, I don't know, I was seeing some people in their Mother's Day's gifts, and I was just like, I feel like we're getting away from this Mother's Day aspect almost to the point where it's like a birthday or Christmas. And I'm just like, your gift has to say Mother's Day. And I don't like, if you know what I'm saying, then you know what I'm saying. Like you buy them like a plant that they put in somewhere, or you buy them like a necklace that has a meaning to it but like this like mother's you're not day, buying them uh you're, you're not buying them a uh, pressure cooker right or like a <laughs> ring doorbell i know someone was talking about somebody someone was talking about buying a gift uh and it was just random gifts and i was just like i thought they had like i feel i don't know i was I, but that's my thing because i'm like all right on father's day i'm gonna expect something like dad like like something for the grill or like something for a cooking or like something cool. 
like manly, like dad, like or, or a T-shirt that says something stupid, but it's a dad thing and it's got a cool quote or something like that. Like I don't, I'm not expecting. Uh, I do expect big gifts during Christmas and birthdays. I'm a very materialistic person, but Dude, I'm right there with you. Right there. But my lo- my love can be bought. It is easy, and my wife spends the most money on it, so she wins. Um, but yeah, and so yeah. But, you know, hats off to our moms out there. They deserve every day of the year. They only get one. We don't respect them enough, you know. You know, I've talked about it before. So much more is expected from mothers than dads. Like, I don't think anything is expected of us. I think basically people just think that we're idiots. Like, we're just like fucking train seals. You wouldn't believe what people say to my wife when, like, she tells them that the child is with me alone with me and she they're just like oh my gosh he knows what to do he can watch the child i'm like yeah is that not expected yeah back to the uh the 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 instinct thing i remember when sarah and i first had uh cash we had friends and she had like some cousins or whatever we'd hang out she's like how do you guys how do you guys know what to do? Like you guys have never been parents before. Now you have a baby. Like, how do you know what to do? Google. Like, they make it at they make it as if it's like something out of this world of being a parent. Like it's just and these people have dogs that are like honestly, you have a dog, like you know when your dog's gotta eat, you know when your dog needs to go outside. It's there's really I'm not comparing a child to a damn animal, but there's really there's similarities there. Your dog, your your kid's gonna let you know when it's hungry. It's gonna let you know when it's shit itself, and it it's gonna let you know when it's tired. You just gotta pay attention. That's it. Just pay attention. I think honestly, a lot of people just like. I think they're starting to think that this instinct just comes over us. Like they're like, hey, let's have a kid. This is the next step. We're gonna have a baby. We want to have a baby. And then they're like, as they're pregnant, they start to freak out because, I don't know, it's not coming to them. And it's not so much knowing what to do as it is knowing where to go to figure out what to do. Like, uh, yeah. what do I do? Do I research this? Where do I go for this information? But I think, like, the big thing is, like, we need to pre- – you just need to mentally prepare yourself to become a parent. Before you even say, I want to have a kid, you got to think about it. You've got to, everybody's selfish. you got to know that your world is now going to change and it's no longer about you. That's the biggest hard, that's the biggest culture shock, in my opinion, is that you no longer can just go, later, I'll be back later, I'm going to go hang out with the guys. No, you've got a child. I mean, you can do that, you just be called a deadbeat dad, but. Correct. That's, that's what I'm getting at, like, that, look. What did people do 70 years ago without technology? If, if, if you, in today's world, can't Google and find out how to take care of a child, something's wrong with you. It was the Great Depression? Or was that before the war? That was before the war. Before the so war. We're just getting done whooping the Nazis' asses. Probably a good time. Probably some good times going on in the 50s. Hmm. <laughs> Not my favorite year, but how about so the AL East? It's a it's a nightmare. We talked about it a little bit. 
Yes. The Rays are in third. Yankees are in second. And the damn Boston Red Sox are in first. Are dads in baseball a thing? Have we lost that? Has America's pastime lost its pastime? No. No, dude. I am 100% every day in my phone at my baseball fantasy. You're one person, though. I'm talking about as a whole. I'm, no, dude, we're we're good. Baseball is is here. It's there. It'll never go away. Because I honestly think that probably baseball games would be the best sporting event to take kids to, as far as interactions, Cash loves uh, it. Uh, people. You know, just there's so much going on. And it's kind of spread out, so you're kind of looking all around. So you're kind of like – and you're just – and you're outside, which is nice, unless you're at a Tropicana. How about, um, the Oakland, how about the Oakland A's? Not to interrupt you, but they're, they're, they're considering moving. I think the Indianapolis Athletics sound pretty damn good. Oh, fuck Indianapolis and another baseball team. We don't need a baseball team. They don't know what to do with their football team. <laughs> Colts fans are crazy anyways. We don't need a baseball Like, I don't even – I'm starting to not like Colts fans, so. Well, good thing I'm not a Colts fan. They're a Cowboys fan, so where's that? Pretty close. Oh, and, like, you can talk to Mr. Bears. Yeah, I'm a Chicago Bears fan, which basically makes me – one of the greatest fans of all time. No, that's not true. I don't complain about the 90s when we were good. I don't talk about that. Uh, did you ever hear me talk about that? No. I, I don't run around in my Dallas Star talking about the greatest <laughs> team. Fucking Jerry Jones. AT&T Stadium. Oh shit! You know what? We need to get some. Uh, we need to try to get us a celebrity or some sports uh, professional football or professional baseball player on the podcast, and because in my opinion, there's a side to that that a lot of people I don't think know or understand. You know, because those guys they they're fathers, but think about the season that they they endure and being away from their family when you know for a fact they want to be a father. They want to be home. They're missing out on things. So how is it – how do they cope? I think that uh, that would be an interesting and very intriguing conversation in my opinion. They sign that fat fucking contract and put their head on that golden pillow and cry themselves to sleep wiping their eyes with $100 bills probably. But see, I don't know. I mean, the way I feel with my children, and maybe it's because I've been there every day since day one, but I don't know if you can pay me. Okay, I'm going to say this. Take it with a grain of salt. Obviously, any amount of, like, you can buy anything and anybody. If you tell me you're going to give me a billion dollars, I'd fucking do it now. You tell me you're going to give me a million dollars, I'd do it now. But I want to spend the time with my children as much as possible. Like, I live for that. Like every day, like I was upset that I didn't get to see my daughter in a certain amount of time because she was up. She she went down for a nap before I saw her, and then she, when I got back, she was still sleeping. So to to be gone on like a a week and a half straight road trip, 
traveling, playing, and not being able to go home and see your kids, but maybe you have FaceTime on your cell phone, that would be tough. I think, honestly, and I'm not saying that I know what the fuck's going on because I've never been a professional sports player of any sort. I think it goes back to mental preparation. They understand, you know, listen, this is what we're doing. This is what we do for a living. And then they're like, all right, well, we want to have a kid. I think, uh, I think, yeah, there's time away, but I also think that there's there's a lot of time together that probably we're not seeing because I think that the families are traveling. I think that that's a big thing. You know, when they got nannies, which I wish I had a fucking nanny. I don't judge anybody. I don't judge anybody as a fucking nanny. Our, baby, our babysitter just graduated from IU, and she's going to be home, and she starts next week, and she'll be here three days out of the week. For the rest of her life? All summer. Oh, uh, you ain't got a fucking Danny. You're just going to get to the point where you're like, oh, this is getting great. And then she's like, all right, peace. And then you're like, no, because Remy and Cash will both be in preschool three days out of the week starting in the fall once she is done. I'm gonna fuck. So, I want a nanny until they're like 12. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you understand what I'm talking about. I ain't talking about something I just fucking. Duh. So I want to work on that. I, I'm going to make some phone calls and see who'd be interested in coming on this podcast and uh, talking about their experiences in professional sports. I will see what I have in my phone. Uh, the best thing I can probably line up is ooh, uh, maybe a Division Three washout. I've got, a couple, I've got a couple guys currently that I could reach out to possibly. Well, look at him swinging that dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nate's just the coolest, is Oh no, I'm just saying. I, oh. think it'd be, I think it'd be interesting. Oh yeah, every conversation is interesting. We need to bring on more people, have more interviews. I'm be- sorry because about I mean, that. I mean, think about it. I mean, we talk about doing things in our world about being fathers. Like they're missing out on those fatherly conversations, those fatherly duties. So who, I mean, is that the mother picking up both aspects of it? I mean, the mother can I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Because you're like, all right, well, they're not just like working and playing sports. The sports is their job. So I they go that. back to a baseball game. They play a baseball game for four hours. And what are they doing for the other, you know? I understand that there's the, more. But, but what, what, what about the ones that, that they're, they're uh, teams in, let's say, New York, but they live in Indiana? Like they are staying in New York City, or or traveling to wherever for 162 games a year. You tell me how many times? Not all the time. Not when they're. I mean, I doubt it. I, I I'd be that'd be another question to ask. How often are they traveling, following the team throughout the entire season? Sounds like some bets are going to be made for this conversation. I'm pretty excited about. <laughs> that's what we're gonna do we're gonna take fucking polls who thinks this and who thinks that and then when we ask them and our millions of followers are listening someday someday we need more interviews we need more interesting topics speaking of topics oh i gotta say something my mother-in-law just wanted me to tell everybody it's a life hack probably everybody knows it I didn't know it until some I saw somebody do it. If you have a child in a car seat, you go to a restaurant, you can ask for a booster seat. Those booster seats, most of them you can flip over and they will fit a car seat in the bottom. 
well, perfectly. Wait, wait, you're talking about you're talking about the high chair. Yeah, high chair. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. We did that all the time. So there's your life hack for the week. Is I did that at the restaurant we were at Saturday, and blew her fucking mind. Yeah. And I fell off too. But yeah, I didn't know about it. I saw it like I saw it like two months ago. I'm not gonna lie. I saw my sister do it, and then I was like, oh, okay. Now I do it, and I feel like a fucking badass, and I feel like I invented it, so it's pretty sweet. But there you go, new dads. That's your fucking biggest tip for the day. We'll have different tips. I don't know. I don't know. Flip that damn high chair over, or yeah, flip a bitch. Flip it over, or just put your kid on the ground. Whichever, I don't care. Just makes for easier. It's easier when your kid's starting to interact. My kid, being five months, actually looks at shit. So having her up there in the car seat, still strapped in, so she's not squirming all over the place, but still yet being able to see everybody, it makes life a lot easier. You'll understand, or you already do understand. So those are the concepts we're at. Ah, yeah, I think that's time. All right, we'll see. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, Oh. Okay, my bad. Sorry, I got sidetracked. Uh, good topics, Nate. We had some great conversations. Nate's bringing on a professional player next week or something. No, it probably won't be next week. We'll probably have to schedule that one out a little bit. But I think uh, we can get somebody. We can get somebody scheduled for next week. I think hard uh, to hard to schedule when we have an unreliable co-host. <laughs> Ski. Is that what we're doing? Is that where we're going? You gotta, you gotta stick to that. You gotta stick to that. Kids are saying, "Sheesh." There you go. All right, dad joke. Fuck, I don't have any. Wait. Mm-hmm. I've got one. I can't think this late. I'm supposed to be asleep for two hours right now. What is it? Want to know why nurses like red crayons? Why? Sometimes they like to draw blood. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, dude, there's one on TikTok. There's these guys that do it. What the fuck? I forget. They're why, doing. Why do some couples go to the gym? To work their problems out? Because they want their relationship to work out. There you go. <laughs> eh, 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 eh. Yeah. What what's the most detailed oriented ocean? The specific ocean. Yeah. Ding ding ding. Is it the specific or is it Pacific? It's Pacific. They... It's Pacific, but does it say Pacific? Like... Or it it says it says Pacific, but it sounds okay. like you could say specific. That's the great thing about dad jokes is like you're like uh sometimes you're like do I say it correctly or do I have to say it with the the other way? Because you, when you were thinking it, when you're reading it, you're like, I know that says Pacific, but I want to say specific. <laughs> and it fucks with your head. Don't act like I'm crazy. Oh, I'm with you. All right, last one. Last one. Why is Peter Pan always flying? Because he's high. Because he never lands. Pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty decent. All right. That's it. All right. Next week, if we make it, 
if we live. Not this is. We up. will have we will have golf updates for everybody on how the trip went, who survived, who didn't. They're probably gonna stop listening to the podcast because we talk so much about the golf trip. <laughs> no, I think I think they're ready to see what happens. It's gonna be exciting. We should do. We should do like an emergency. I know I've seen people do like emergency briefings. We should just do an emergency podcast like Friday afternoon. Just hammered as fuck. We could even do we could do next week's episode on the golf trip, record it and then post it next week. But that's a, that's a, just a. I, I think know. I think that might be good uh, conversation for the three hour drive to the course and to I the doubt condos. I don't want to say anything compromising. I agree. I agree. Loose so. lips, snake ships, man. I All right. Put anybody Until next time. Until next time, people. We'll see you. Good night.